It's the time of year when we're all thinking about goals and priorities. Now is the time to plan your next trip. Whatever kind of travel fills you up, whether it's lounging on the beach, connecting with family and friends, or going on a foreign adventure, Expedia has the tools you need to plan a great trip. Download the Expedia app or visit Expedia.com to start planning. You do need to be a OneKey member to use price tracking. Signing up is easy and free. Expedia, made to travel. We've all been there. You have a question about your credit card, you call the number for help, and can't get a hold of anyone. If you only had a Discover card. With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right, a real person. Get the customer service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. I'm Oprah Winfrey. Welcome to Super Soul Conversations, the podcast. I believe that one of the most valuable gifts you can give yourself is time. Taking time to be more fully present. Your journey to become more inspired and connected to the deeper world around us starts right now. Welcome to Oprah's 2020 Visionary Talks. From the stage of my own 2020 vision, Your Life in Focus Tour, WW Weight Watchers Reimagine, and I join forces to bring you candid conversations with some of the world's most famous trailblazers, whose story of wellness will empower you to discover the highest, truest vision for your life. Most of the situations we find ourselves struggling to overcome are within our control. What we do with our finances, the types of relationships we cultivate, the stress we invite into our lives, even some of the most chronic diseases we are learning, we bring those into our own lives. And the question becomes, how can we disrupt that destructive pattern and begin to create lasting change for ourselves? Dr. Dean Ornish just might have the answer. He's a pioneer in the study of aging, in the study of what stress does to our bodies and chronic disease, and he's written so many books. And the latest is revolutionary. I did him on Super Soul Sunday. It's called Undo It, where he talks about you can actually undo stuff that you've done to your body that's been disruptive. Please welcome Dr. Dean Ornish to the stage. All right, Dr. Dean, came to your town. Great to be here. Great to be here. So, uh, this book is on my bedside table because whenever, whenever I feel something, I'm like, what can I do? How do I undo it? Um, I want to start with this important idea. You say it is our nature to be peaceful and healthy. How is that so? Is it really? It really is, actually. Um, you know, I was raised, like most people, to believe that our health and our happiness come from outside, you know, and the more you get, the happier you are. And, uh, and so I thought, you know, if only I had more, you know, more money, more power, more sex, more beauty, more accomplishment, all the usual things, then I'd be happy, then people would love me, then I wouldn't feel so lonely and isolated. The problem is that when you set up that view of the world, as you know, however it turns out, you feel worse, because until you get it, you feel stressed. The stakes go up. You know, earlier they were talking about the stress comes not just from what you do, but how you react to what you do. But how you react is really a function of how you see the world. And if you think that you have to get these things to be happy and healthy and lovable, then the stakes go way up. So until you get it, you're stressed. If someone else gets it and you don't, then you're really stressed. And it makes you feel like we live in this very hostile, zero-sum game, competitive world. The more you get there is, the less for, there is for me. 
if you don't get it, you feel stressed. But even if you get it, it's very seductive in the moment. It's like, ah, I got it, you know. Uh, and then it's soon followed by either now what? Uh, it's never enough. I mean, I, one of my patients years later told me the letdown that comes from, I, I can't even enjoy from the, view, the view from the mountain I've climbed, I'm already looking over at the next one. Or if it's not now what, it's either so what, big deal, it doesn't really provide that lasting meaning that you were talking about earlier. And so the cycle continues, say, well, I make sure I've got 10 projects going at the same time so I can immediately shift my attention to the opposite. But the ancient swamis and rabbis and priests and monks and nuns didn't discover meditation and mindfulness and yoga and all these different spiritual practices to simply manage stress or lower your cholesterol or unclog your arteries or perform better at a basketball game or whatever. They can do all those things, as you know. They're really powerful tools for transformation. They quiet down our mind and body so we can experience a number of things that happen that are really powerful. First, we begin to experience more of an inner sense of peace and joy and well-being. Yeah, which you all experienced just for that one minute of being quiet, did you not? Yeah. A little bit? If you did, clap your hands. <laughs> if you didn't... Yeah, I mean, it's amazing how just one minute of being completely still. That's right. And watching your mind and recognizing you're not the mind. That's right. You're the observer of the mind. Well, see, that's what happens is first you begin to feel more peaceful, as you know. And then you realize, oh, that peace didn't come because those techniques brought it to me, but rather it was there already. It was already there. And that what they do is they help to stop disturbing what's already there, as opposed to bringing you something you don't already have. Well, it's already there. That's what Glinda the Good Witch, Good Witch said to Dorothy. <laughs> exactly. You've always had it. You've right. always had it. It's always there. That's why that's a great So that's point. the first thing that meditation does. Uh, the second thing it does is that it helps you to... Um, perform better whatever you're doing it makes your fuse longer yeah. things the stress isn't just out there it's what you do it's how you react to what's it's out there that's why young fiona was saying that when she takes, takes an a exam test, exactly takes an exas exam it calms you so you say that there are four major components necessary to undo chronic diseases and lead a happier life can you really undo like heart disease you could really undo diabetes you can in fact, before I get into that, let me just say the other thing that happens when you meditate is it gives you that direct experience of interconnectedness, that on one level, you talked about this earlier today, we're separate, you know, you're you and yeah. I'm me, but we're spiritual beings having a human experience, as you said. On another level, we're part of something larger that connects us, you know, thou art that, you know, that we are the observer of ourselves. And, and, and to me, as we'll talk about later, intimacy is really the root of healing, but when you realize that we're already connected, it's incredibly powerful and incredibly healing. We can talk more about that. But to answer your question, we found, we've been doing studies for over 40 years, and we found that four simple techniques, eat well, move more, stress less, and love more, could reverse, not only help prevent, but actually reverse the progression of the most common chronic diseases. By love more, do you mean have more sex? Well, that can be one way of doing it. Fiona, we're not talking to you. <laughs> Yes. That's, and we can have more, you can have more sex, but anything that brings us together is healing. You know, even the word yeah. healing comes from the root to make whole. Yoga is from the Sanskrit to yoke, to unite. These are really old ideas that we, that we um, are bringing together. But I think our unique contribution has been to use these very high-tech, expensive, state-of-the-art scientific measures to prove how powerful these very simple and low-tech and low-cost interventions can be. And the more diseases we study and the more mechanisms we look at, the more reasons we have to explain why these power, simple changes are so powerful and how quickly they can, they can work. Did you know that it's Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is highlighting some really cool AAPI-owned brands right now, like Cardon, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Meave. 
Plus, you can help to support college access and student success when you donate online or round up in-store to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander-owned brands at Macy's.com or in-store. You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. A new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. And Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's all new and it's streaming now on Hulu. If a friend asks how you're doing and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, Hang it in there. Because if I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free confidential support. Anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel. Are you ready to unlock your inner greatness? If so, make sure to listen to my podcast, The School of Greatness, hosted by me, Lewis Howes. Join me as I sit down with world-class performers, entrepreneurs, and thought leaders to uncover their secrets to success with new episodes every single week. Whether you're striving for personal growth, business mastery, or simply seeking inspiration, The School of Greatness has something for you. And you can find it on SiriusXM, Pandora, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Subscribe and follow to the show so you never miss an episode and start your journey to greatness today. One of the things that struck me in that book is uh, Undo It is that you're saying basically that a lot of the chronic diseases, mm -hmm. although they materialize differently in our body, they really are all the same. I found that very interesting. Yes, that's our radical unifying theory that my wife Anne and I have wrote about, written about in the new book which is that I was trained like all doctors to view heart disease and diabetes and prostate cancer and breast cancer and Alzheimer's as different diseases, different diagnoses and different yeah, treatments. Yeah, that's what we all think. Exactly, but what I realized is that, you know, when I was going through and writing this book, I thought, you know, it wasn't like we had one set of lifestyle recommendations for reversing heart disease and a different one for prostate cancer or, or, or diabetes. It was the same for all of them. I said, well, why is it? And it just kind of hit me like a, a blinding flash of the obvious is that they're really the same disease manifesting and masquerading in different forms. And so it's the same lifestyle changes that can reverse and prevent all of them. And so because they all share the same underlying biological mechanisms, things like chronic inflammation, oxidative stress, changes in the microbiome, the 100 trillion cells that live in our gut, changes in angiogenesis, et cetera. And each one of these mechanisms is directly influenced by what we eat, how we respond to stress, how much exercise we get, and how much love and support we have. And that is why the four components of eating well, moving. That's right. All of, yes, and, and loving well also fixes all of those things. That's right, because they're all really the same disease, just manifesting in different forms. And so it radically simplifies. It's not like you have to do, I mean, it's a whole foods plant-based diet. It's low in fat and sugar, moderate exercise, um, various uh, meditation and yoga-based uh, stress management, and love and support. And that's it, you know, so it makes it really simple. And one of the things we learned, Oprah, was that, 
you know, it's not all or nothing. If you're trying to reverse a life-threatening disease, that's the pound of cure. That's what this new book is about. It takes a lot to reverse a disease. That's why we were the first to prove that over and over. It's because most people didn't go far enough. But if you're just trying to, like most people here, just trying to stay healthy, lose a few pounds, you know, whatever, the more you change, the more you improve at any age. In my earlier book called At this, any age? At any age. Which means it's never too late. It's never too late. I, I began... <laughs> I love that. You know, I, I thought... So what if you just got a messed up body? Well, it just means you got more room for improvement because we... <laughs> you just mess up. Just everything's wrong. You got six you know. different medications. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, when you get put on these medications to lower your cholesterol, your blood pressure, your blood sugar, and, the, and they say, doctor, how long do I have to take these? What do they usually say? Forever, right? Yes. Like when I lecture, I often show a slide of doctors busily mopping up the floor around the sink that's overflowing. How long do I have to mop up the floor? Like, forever. Well, why don't we turn off the faucet? And you said this earlier, that our bodies have a remarkable capacity to begin healing, and much more quickly than we had once realized when we treat the cause, which were these lifestyle choices. Now, if you don't have a life-threatening illness, it's not all or nothing. You know, the whole language of behavioral change has this kind of fascist, moralistic, you know, finger-wagging. You know, once you call foods good or bad, it's a very small step to saying I'm a bad person because I eat bad food, and you might as well finish the pint of ice cream because you're a bad person, right? Um, and, and, you know, and the yeah, whole language... Yeah, because once you've had, like, half a pint... <laughs> and even... We... <laughs> We, we Luckily, learned... ice cream's not my thing, but anyway. <laughs> you get ahead. the idea. But, and we learned that even more than being healthy, people want to feel free and in control. And as soon as I yes. tell somebody, eat this, don't eat that, do this, don't, they just want to do the opposite, you know? It goes back to the first dietary intervention. You know, That's when... why when you do a cleanse, anybody ever did a cleanse? Yeah. You want to kill somebody. <laughs> you it's, kids. You know, the first... Uh... Dint. <laughs> The first All that uh, green juice coming every which way. <laughs> yep. It's, it's like you want to you, you want to bring out Evelina's go on a cleanse. It's like yeah. that like that old joke that green juice will bring color in your cheeks. Who wants green cheeks, right? But that's another story. <laughs> yes. But you know the first dietary intervention. You know when God said don't eat the apple and that didn't go so well. And so even more than being helpful, people want to feel free. And so what I did in the in the um, Spectrum book is that we found it wasn't how I thought that the younger people with less severe disease would do better, but I was wrong. It wasn't how old they were, it wasn't how sick they were. The more they changed, the better they got at any age. And so in the book, instead of saying, eat this, don't eat that, these are good foods, these are bad foods, to say, we categorize foods for the most healthy group one to the least healthy group five. And what matters most is your overall way of eating and living, the yes. trajectory of it. So if you indulge yourself one day, it doesn't mean you cheated or you failed or you're bad, just eat healthier the next. You don't have time to meditate for an hour, do it for a minute. You don't have time to exercise for a half an hour, just walk around the block once or twice. Whatever you do, there's a corresponding benefit. And then you, it's a much more compassionate with yourself and others because you can't fail. There's no diet to get on, so there's no diet to get off. I love that. So we want people to leave with the one thing that they can use from today. Is it the four components, eating well? Is it, I just want to do one thing that I'm going to use to make my life better for you, Dr. Ornish. I love more. You know, my wife, Anne, is here. Um, she's uh, worked with me for over 20 years. Uh, we co-authored this book. But love can be sexual, but it can also be anything that brings us together. This, this is a healing environment today. You have created a sacred space for people. Us being together... Isn't this is the coolest a, thing? It's the coolest thing, you know? It's, a, it's the coolest thing. <laughs> it's... We're all, with all of our different ideologies and exactly. belief systems, 
under one roof in the name of being better in exactly. our lives. Exactly, and, and you said it. You know, when we got Medicare to cover our program, we had the most liberal uh, uh, Democrats, the most conservative Republicans. We had Bill Clinton when he was president. We had Newt Gingrich when he was Speaker of the House. They all came together. And I think the real epidemic in our culture is the breakdown of these social networks. You know, 50 years ago, people had an extended family they saw regularly. They had a two or three generations of people in a neighborhood. They had a church or a synagogue or a mosque or a club they went to regularly. They had something that really brought them together. And many people don't have any of those. And study after study have shown that people who are lonely and depressed and isolated are three to 10 times more likely to get sick and die prematurely of all causes when compared to those who have a sense of love and connection and community. And when we work at that level, we find that people are much more likely to make and maintain lifestyle choices that are life enhancing than ones that are self-destructive. Okay, we got our charge. Leave here, love more. Thank you, Dr. Dean Ornish. Thank you. Thank you, Thank you Ann Ornish. Thank you. Thank you, Dean. I'm Oprah Winfrey, and you've been listening to Super Soul Conversations, the podcast. You can follow Super Soul on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. If you haven't yet, go to Apple Podcasts and subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. Join me next week for another Super Soul Conversation. Thank you for listening. <laughs>